Patrick Everson jumps on with us, Vegas insider, as usual spot. We're sitting here just like sweating a million props, Patrick. So like, you know, if we uh, <laughs> if we just start outbursting right in the middle of this, there's still things coming down to the end. Ryan and I are on the, the under in this uh, Eagles-Bucks game. So, you know, we're going to do our best to try to compose ourselves. Hey, how'd the public do this past weekend? This was a lot of blowouts, a lot of weird games, a lot of weather g- games that just made things just awkward around the NFL. Yeah, really awkward. Obviously, the the biggest blowout was um, was my Denver Broncos just getting absolutely housed. That was a really good result for the public. I wasn't going to bring that up, by the way. I was going to be nice to you, but you oh, know okay. what? I, I okay. bet Pat, God. I took the Broncos. I can oh, take that was it. So I brutal. It. Yeah, it is. Well, it was a bad that was mistake. that was definitely brutal. And it's funny because the sharp betters brought that line down to six, and and boy, did they just get absolutely slaughtered. I mean it was ridiculous. I was I was tweeted out earlier today if there was ever a post game that begged for somebody to do a reprisal of Jim Mora, it was yesterday and I wish it would have happened, but it didn't. Anyway, I digress. That was a good result for the public. The public was definitely on the Dolphins and and obviously very 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 right. But some of these other results absolutely fell in the book's favors. It was a good Sunday for multiple operators including BetMGM starting with those early kicks with having the Jaguars lose and having the Ravens lose to the Texans and the Colts, respectively. Chris Cipollini at BetMGM told me Sunday morning before any of the games even kicked off, he's like, hey, if we can just get either the Texans or the Colts to win, we are going to be positioned for a pretty good Sunday. And then it only got better when the Cardinals beat the Cowboys. Just blew up every, you know, the public loves the money line parlays and they love the teasers and so forth. It blew up all those three games blew up all of those so it was definitely a pretty good day behind the counter probably one of the better days of the NFL season so far for uh you know behind the counter looking ahead to this week let's start with Thursday night actually Mm -hmm. where you had Mm -hmm. you know this opened pretty much at pick now the Lions two-point road favorites at Lambeau Field opening total around 44 and a half for Detroit and Green Bay 18 uh 815 kickoff eastern time Thursday night what are you seeing in that game what would the what would the book need with Green Bay and Detroit yeah, and they're honestly, they're not sure yet. They're not exactly yeah. sure what to make of this yet. But to your point, uh, one odds maker I spoke with on Sunday night after they were getting this out there, this was a pick in the look-ahead line. And 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 this odds maker went with two, went with Lions two and a lower total because they thought the Lions defense looked much better this week uh, than it did last week when it gave up a ton of points to Seattle, which we which I understand. And then, and you know, he said also Green Bay's comeback win was less impressive but he said it's hard to know what we're going to need here at this point because the public just hasn't really made up its mind about Jordan Love yet. So it, it's hard to say exactly where this is going to go at this point. Are the Chiefs going to be one of the bigger uh, public favorites, just a tre- trendy road favorite against the Jets, given how much Zach Wilson stinks? <laughs> <laughs> He's not good. Tell us how you t- – can, can you just you know cut to the chase, Trista? Don't. <laughs> Don't beat around the bush. Are you saying he's not good? <laughs> yes. To you know, to make a long answer short, Trista, yes. Same odds maker uh, I spoke with on this game as well. He said the public is going to bet KC and everything parlay teaser, money line parlay will be tied to the Chiefs as a standalone game on Sunday night. And as long as Mahomes is confirmed in, which I, I don't think we, we think he's going to miss. I don't think there – it doesn't sound like there's much of an issue there. Um they, you know, this line could, you know, could get higher still, but it's going to be, as he pointed out, he said Zach Wilson's Jets are a different proposition than Aaron Rodgers' Jets, which obviously isn't making a rocket science statement, but still, 
He said, this will likely be our biggest decision of the week. And one of the reasons, Trista, is if the favorites do better next Sunday than they did yesterday, especially the popular public favorites, then there could be a ton of liability rolling into Sunday night in the Chiefs. How, maybe you have some early numbers here, but how the hell is anybody going to bet this Broncos-Bears game? I mean, it's two of just the most dysfunctional, (laughs) awful teams. I'm actually fascinated. I can't wait to watch it because it's just two of the worst teams in the NFL. And, like, I... I just don't even know which way I'm leaning in this game right now. Maybe Broncos, but my God, I don't, I don't know. They both just looked t- – the Broncos just got their ass kicked. Yeah, exactly, in spades. But uh, I don't know – to me, and again, I'm sure that there are very smart people out there, a lot of sharp bettors that are going to do some analysis and run some simulations and so forth, and they'll come up with something that makes sense to bet this game. To me, casual public guy betting hashtag Chili's money – this is a this game just screams to stay away, but what what I found interesting, Nick, is Denver uh, with the odds maker I spoke with on Sunday night. Denver goes from two and a half minus one twenty to minus three flat to minus three minus one twenty. Now I haven't looked back to see if it's you know dialed back a little bit today. BetMGM actually has it. BetMGM has Denver minus three and a half uh, minus one hundred five now. Actually, I mean. <laughs> Based on what I saw yesterday, the eye test, these two teams might be the two worst teams in the NFL. So I just, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying you bet the Bears. I'm just like, how is this line going anywhere? You know, <laughs> how is it just not on the board and just being completely ignored? So that's a surprise to me. Also a surprise to me that at least early, and I'm not sure where BetMGM is on the total at the moment, but that the total went up early. Um, you know, one odds maker I spoke with Sunday night opened 45, went to 45 and a half, and then 46. And as I wrote in my article in my NFL Odds Week 4 report at Vegas Insider, go figure for two teams that were outscored by a combined 111 to 30 in week three, this total's going up. They're betting the Broncos. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, I actually wanted to go really quickly back to the Dolphins because I think the game of the week is going to be Sunday, and it's going to be where the Bills right now are two-and-a-half-point favorites. We're looking at a total at 53, which makes sense because the Dolphins just hung 70 themselves, and we know how good the Bills are (laughs) offensively. I'm guessing that the Bills are probably going to end up being a need for the book, as crazy as that sounds, even as favorites, especially if we get back to three. Don't you think the Dolphins would be the public side here after they just hung 70 and they start 3-0? Right, and I agree with you, and the and and that's one of the reasons why when I spoke to a couple of different odds makers last week, last night, Sunday night, one in particular said both teams were impressive on Sunday, and obviously the Dolphins were mightily impressive. But he said making the Dolphins a field goal underdog after the offensive explosion felt unwise. Like they just felt like if they put three there, it was going to get smashed because by by the sharp side because the public is already going to be on the Dolphins. they The Dolphins have totally passed the eye test. The Bills are a public team, no question, but that just the public's not going to be able to get that out of its head over the next few days. So he said, I could see the public betting the Dolphins as a dog, and even more so if it gets to three, and then you might, uh, if it goes to Bills three, uh, and then you might have you know some of the sharp side weighing in on the Dolphins as well, and that's one thing oddsmakers typically don't want, if, especially if it's going to be a really well-bet game, is for the sharps and the public to be on the same side. So... Uh, yeah, They're, the Bills could absolutely be in need this week, which is weird to say that for a team yeah. that's playing in Buffalo. But remember, too, this is a rematch of last year in, in last year in the playoffs when Miami didn't have Tagovailoa and went to Buffalo and 
gave the Bills all they can handle. Mm-hmm. Now they got Tagovailoa back. The team is clicking on all cylinders. It's uh, it's going to be a chore. It's it, it should be a hell. Of, I hope it's a hell of a game. What are odds makers telling you, Pat, about this Seahawks Giants game? Very strange line uh, in New York. Giants one and a half point favorites. They haven't looked good in any game, and somehow the Seahawks two and one are underdogs. Uh, what are they saying? Right. Well, that's moved from uh, from from initially because uh, there's an odds maker I spoke with on Sunday who actually opened the Seattle one and a half. But there, but again, obviously Saquon Barkley, what whatever the situation is there, is going to play into this as well. And uh, I haven't caught up to speed on that all day today because I was too busy worrying about whether Joe Burrow was going to play tonight. <laughs> but the, it, it's an odd situation because the, at least this odds maker thinks they might need the Giants again in prime time after the Giants have already suffered two big, you know, 40 to zero to Dallas, 30 to 12 against the Niners in prime time games. Now they're playing in prime time for the third time in four weeks. And uh, this odds maker thinks they're going to need the Giants again, whether it's as a, do- a short dog or as a short favorite, because it may be kind of hard for uh, for betters to pull the trigger on them. But uh, it, 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 it is an interesting game. It's a weird line. It's interesting that it jumped the fence early, Trista. Not sure exactly where this is going to go, but I'm just not sure the public in prime time, after seeing what it's seen in prime time from the Giants, is going to be eager to, to, to jump on board again. Pat, my spot of the year in college football took place last week. It was in the first half and full game. It was Oregon against Colorado. We finally got the chance to fade the buffs. <laughs> God, I wish I'd, I wish I'd tailed you. Good night. But, but now, as crazy as it sounds, and it's down to 21 and a half, I kind of like Colorado because I don't know that USC is going to be able to get consistent stops. I watched that defense. I mean, they almost got beat against Arizona State, who's not very good. Is Colorado going to be as big of a liability as we've seen the past month now that they were blown out against Oregon, do you think? Or do you think maybe when it's all said and done, maybe they're actually a need against USC coming up this weekend? It One odds maker actually feels exactly the way you described this. He said to me today, Colorado won't be nearly as big of a liability as we've seen in the past few weeks after that defeat to Oregon. He said, we may even end up needing the Buffaloes by Saturday. I'm not sure if it'll go that far. I think maybe depending on which book, you know, there might be some variance from, from sportsbook to sportsbook. But he did say, to your point, you know, you kind of like Colorado. He said there was sharp play at plus 22 and a half. Remember early Sunday, there was like some 26 and a half and 27 and a half yeah. out there. So this is down significantly from some of the earliest numbers that popped up on the board. And as you noted, Ryan, 22 or 21 and a half. Now I'm a little surprised. I thought it would be a little steeper, but um, look, it is going to be a little, I, I do think Colorado will find a way to play a little bit better at home. The altitude does factor in a little bit early kickoff, 10 o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Pacific. Um, I don't think that works well for either of these teams, but obviously it, it 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 probably is a little less favorable for USC than it is for Colorado. But could be a situation where they might need the buffs. I'm just not sure that people are going to back off entirely on Colorado in one week uh, for a game as big as this. Now, if they get trucked again this week, then yeah. then I think everybody jumps off the bandwagon. Pat, got about a minute here or so. The Cardinals, we saw what they just did to the Cowboys. They're 14-point dogs at the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers might be the best team in the NFL, but you think we'll start to see maybe uh, people start to jump on the Cardinals a little bit just to cover that 14 if the number stays as big as it is? Well, and and this is the interesting thing about this is that the Cardinals are perfect against the spread. Yeah. This is a team that's covering the number. This is a team that's been – this is a team that everybody thought was basically – 
and me too, that basically everybody thought was mailing it in for this season and trying to position itself for whatever is going to be next to, to get that team uh, back in gear. But they're 3-0 and against the spread. And one of those is an outright win as a 12.5-point dog against a team that a week ago a lot of people said was you know no worse than the third or fourth best team in the league if you're looking at Super Bowl odds and such. So um, I think they might start getting some attention now at 3-0, and but they, they were completely ignored in the first three weeks. And I can tell you, Ben and Jim, Scott Shelton said, look, we have almost nothing on them going into that game yesterday. And then now they're 3-0 and against the spread. So I think they might uh, they might get a look-see. They might get a look-see there, Nick. Well, 49ers are head and shoulders better than any other team that they played so far. Mm-hmm. But these Cardinals, they're a scrappy team. They're like what the Texans were last year, what the Lions were a couple years ago. They just they beat those double-digit spreads week after week. Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider. Always Thanks, good to Pat. talk to you, man. You bet. Have a great week. Yeah, I mean, it's at this point, you kind of you go, do I? But it's the 49ers, 14. Yeah. Maybe we get a 14 and a half, maybe a 15. That's what we want to see. It's Ben MGM tonight.